Today, we're answering some of your questions about dictation. Welcome to the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. I'm Sonia Schaefer. Today, we want to dive into a few questions that we've received from readers, different home educating parents, who have questions about Charlotte Mason's method of dictation. Now, if you're not familiar with that wonderful method for teaching children spelling, then take a look at our video, How to Do Dictation. That video will walk you through the process and the method so you know exactly what we're talking about. Today, we want to address some questions on that method, and to join me is my friend and coworker, Karen Smith. Karen, thanks for joining us on this wonderful question episode. <laughs> One of the first questions we get is from parents who are just starting dictation with a younger child. And the child might get everything correct on the dictation lesson, but then in their written narrations or when they're writing on their own for something, mistakes crop up. And I know some parents that just terrifies their heart. Yes. So let's talk about that first. The act of writing and getting your thoughts done on paper is a great effort. It is. And when a child is doing a written narration, you want the focus to be on getting their thoughts on the paper rather than did he spell every word correctly? Did he put the punctuation in correctly? When he gets, more, when he gets used to getting his thoughts down on paper, then you can start addressing the spelling issues and the punctuation issues and that type of thing. I know when I'm trying to write something, it, especially if I'm very involved in what I'm trying to get across, mm -hmm. I often do typos and, and don't even notice it until later. Like if I'm, if I'm sending an email to someone and they reply back. After you've sent it, you notice. Exactly. <laughs> they, they reply and I go back and read what I wrote and it's like, oh, I had two typos in that <laughs> yeah. because I was so focused on what I wanted to say. Yes, yes. And, you're, and children are no different. They're going to make those same type of mistakes that we do as adults when we're getting our thoughts down on paper. So how do we give them grace, I guess, in yes. this without encouraging a sloppy attitude toward it? How, what are some tips we have for that particular situation? I think that at first, when your children are first learning to do written narrations, give them lots of grace. And you know, don't, don't be too picky about the mechanics of the writing. And as they become more comfortable with writing their thoughts, then you can choose one thing for them to work on. Maybe have them read it over to themselves before handing in their work to you. So see if they can catch some of those mistakes now that they're not concentrating on the thoughts and getting those down. Or even reading it aloud mm -hmm. can sometimes, yeah. when they hear it, it's like, oh, I didn't mean to say it that way yes. or something. But, but for spelling mm -hmm. purposes, yeah, they do need to see yes. what they have written. That's true. And, and I think the same applies to when they're writing just for their mm -hmm. own pleasure. Now, if they are a budding author and they want to, they love to write fiction or other types of things, mm -hmm. 
we want to be careful to encourage the thoughts yes. and not squelch that desire and that enthusiasm by getting out our red pen and bleeding, bleeding all, all over, over it. it. Yes. <laughs> but what about, okay, if they're writing a letter to someone and it's going to go outside the family and other people are going to see this, I've had moms talk to me about that's a representation of our home school yes. and we don't want to... The only term that comes to mind is air our dirty laundry <laughs> <laughs> to other people. You know, we want them, we, we want to present our best work. So one thing that I've mentioned, and maybe you have another idea, one thing that I've thought about is if the child can um, capture their thoughts, what they want to say, and then let's go through it together and make sure we don't have any mm -hmm. typos in it, because that is a presentation to someone. Yes. It's a gift yes. to someone. So we can go through it together. Or if the child wants to, if they're very young, um, they can dictate it to you and you can write it with mm -hmm. the correct spelling and punctuation and they can transcribe it. Yes. If it's a special situation like that. Mm -hmm. If it's, if the parent is really concerned about that. Now, in my case, you know, if it was going to grandma, and I know grandma supports me, grandma is not critical of the methods I'm using, grandma knows we are going to, we're going to progress in mm -hmm. spelling, but we're not perfect at it yet, then no big deal. Let the child send it as is. Yes, grandma will think that's special. True. But if it's a thank you note to someone who is not a relative or not a close relative like that. Or not a supportive relative. Yes. Yeah. Then you may want to have the child maybe write it on a separate sheet of paper first before they write it in a card or whatever stationery or whatever paper they're going to use to write the letter on. So those mistakes can be corrected before the final writing. All right. Another question that we sometimes get is from a child who is pretty fluent in their write, in their reading. Yes. So let's say your 10-year-old uh, is reading at a sixth grade level. The question that usually comes our way is, do you select the dictation passages that are for the sixth grader, or do you go ahead and start with the fourth grade level. And usually the questions refer to our books of spelling wisdom. Mm -hmm. And often it also involves the using language well grammar component, mm -hmm. which is built off of the spelling dictation passages. So let's talk about that question as well. Okay, so reading ability and spelling ability Maybe two different things. I agree. A child who can read well is not nece necessarily a child who can spell well. So you need to choose the level that fits your child's spelling ability. We recommend that when choosing a spelling wisdom le level that you find the level where your child has about no more than four. Yeah. Words. Three or four unknown spellings. Unknown in the spellings, mm -hmm. yes. And that will be the sweet spot to start at. So disregard the grade levels on the books and find the level that your child fits at for his spelling ability. Along with that, in a related question, mm -hmm. 
the using language well one that goes with the spelling wisdom one covers mechanics and um, punctuation, capitalization, mm -hmm. usage, things like that. Sometimes parents say, my child has already learned all of that, so can I just start with book two instead? I think that that is also a potential hang-up. Mm -hmm. Because number one, you don't know if your child is ready for that higher level of dictation passages. Correct, correct. And number two, your child might have learned the rules, but the approach is a little bit different in using language mm -hmm. well. For example, they might know the rules that the, each sentence starts with a capital letter and ends with a period if it's a statement, something like that. But one thing we do in using language well book one is we will say, here is the passage identify every punctuation mark and tell why it is there. Yes. Sometimes that flips it around and you see your child doesn't really have a good grasp. Yes. And that's an important point, that they should not only know where to put them, but why they are putting those punctuation marks in those places. So I guess we want to encourage parents with the younger children, give them grace, don't expect perfect spelling across the board from the very beginning. Spelling, learning spelling is, well, it's a lifetime skill, yes. isn't it? And didn't um, the students at Charlotte Mason schools, they still had spelling errors and punctuation errors in their written narrations. And we yes. have examples of that where they did not correct those. They were put in the volumes mm -hmm. in their original state, so we yes. could see that those were still part even of the older children yes. sometimes. Yes. But Charlotte did not let that become an obstacle or let that um, downgrade the celebration of what that child learned yes. and being able to capture mm -hmm. his or her thoughts. So we want to give grace to our children. We're still going to encourage them and, oh, yes. and keep them going in, this, in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Help them grow. Yes. And some children are going to grow at a, a slower pace than others. And some by leaps and bounds. That's right. Mm -hmm. But each child is an individual. We're going to respect each child, even as we give them the resources that will help them take the next step in their spelling journeys. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe through iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, or your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. You can also subscribe to the audio version or read the blog post on our website at simplycharlottemason.com. All of those links will be in the show notes, along with links to the Spelling Wisdom and Using Language Well series that we referenced. Thanks for joining us. I'll see you next time.